You hear the music? What's going on, everybody? Although we don't hear no music, the music will be playing by this time. Anyways, what's going on, everybody? Uh, welcome to the 5702 Podcast. This is Jay Wright. It's D-Nice. It's Alden. And we want to welcome you all to the fifth episode. Five. Five episodes already, man. That's crazy. Five. A month. We, we, we've been consistent for a month. Almost had a glitch. See you. But we, we, we got it together for uh, episode five. So uh, shout out to the squad. Shout out to my bros um, for this uh, consistency. And uh, uh, we want to appreciate, thank you all for uh, joining us once again for another episode. Uh, so we're going to jump right into this thing. You know how we do it. First thing we like to talk about, you know, shoe of the week. And I don't know who want to go first. If anybody got theirs, I go if not, oh, yeah. all right, I go. My shoe of the week, very simple, very easy. Uh, a shoe that I am wearing right now. They don't look like a shoe of the week that you would post, but they are my favorite shoes in the world. They are my favorite everyday shoes. They are the Nike Free Runs. Uh, I had a pair back in 2000 and <clears throat> 2011. Uh, Alden put me on them. And uh, ever since then, I've, I've uh, had them. Uh, one of my brothers, who is no longer with us, shout out to you, Jamel, love you, bro, uh, stole my shoes. And uh, I, <laughs> uh, I never saw him back. He, yeah, he stole my free runs and my Jordan uh, 8s. I've That's, been there, though. Yeah, Shoot. so. I've been there. Uh, he took them down there to Orlando. But I love him in a ways. I knew he did it. He didn't have to admit it, but I knew he did it. Uh, but anyways, I just uh, got me another pair uh, last year, and they have been by my side ever since. I'm going to give me another. I have another pair, uh, a custom pair um, from the Nike ID uh, website, and I'm going to get me another uh, pair pretty soon because these are uh, wearing down like some uh, like a female with uh, some used tires. It's balding. <laughs> so they they balding right now. So I got to get me a pair. So those are my shoe of the week, the Nike Free Runs. Yeah, you know how I do it. My shoe of the week is not the joys today. It's surprisingly, but okay. All right. I had to get rid of them today. My shoe of the week will be the white Air Force Ones. You can't go wrong with a white pair of Air Force Ones. Oh, my God. We can have a little competition on that. Yeah, a little debate, should I say, on that. You can't go. I'm talking about a fresh pair of white Air Force Ones. You can throw yourself on the tee, you know what I'm saying? Get you, Pull your chains out. Rock your hat backers and white pair Air Force Ones go good with anything. But when they start getting dingy and uh they're not for people that got small feet though. You can't wear them. Wow. Air Force Ones. I see where you're going now. You can't wear them. I see where you But I mean Air Force Ones are good if you keep them clean, you know what I'm saying? Keep the maintenance on them. Don't wear them as much. I got a pair of Air Force Ones. I probably wore them twice. Well, yeah, about twice. I try not to wear them that often, but and I hate for my shoes to get creased. I can't stand it. But um, that's my shoe of the week. There for ones. Low top though, not the high top. Oh, low okay, top. Clarify. Oh, okay, that's that's um, why you said that. No matter kick though. Yeah, <laughs> them um, them F was ones. Uh, they call them the kick those. Man. 
know about them. My shoe of the week is a shoe that uh, I did not get, um, but I was excited about. I thought about getting, but uh, thought better of it. Man, I won't say better of it, but it just it just made more sense not to get them right now. But the uh, the Jordan Nines that came out with some. I don't I don't like Jordan Nines. Jordan Nine, which one? They was like a gray universal gold. They had yeah, gold in them? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they came yeah. out Saturday. They was raw. They is raw, like, bro. They clean. I'm, I'm not a fan of Jordan 9s, but... Uh, Me, they long. They, they caught They caught my eye for sure. I just don't like how the shoe looks. Yeah. Uh, but the colorway was made it really stand out. It was almost worth buying, but... I think you're rocking with some shorts, though. At least. Some Jordan 9s with some... Me I, I thought I thought better of it. Maybe a person with a smaller foot. Yeah. But um it looks like they long. Yeah, they they already <laughs> look long and then when you have long feet, it's just it's mm. a bad deal. But if you got them, I know they clean. And um, shout out to you for paying that one ninety. One ninety two twenty. Yeah. And if you got them from a plug, you're paying three. Good luck to you. All right, so those are our shoe of the week. My shoes, the Nike Free Runs. D was the uh, Nelly Air Force Ones. Oh my God, the low top rugged. Low top Air Force Ones. We can have a debate on those because I'm a Reebok Classic guy on those. Oh man, yeah, yeah. I'm a Adidas uh, Shelter guy. Yeah, I yeah, brought Shelter. Yeah, the, them, them Reebok Classic with the gum bottom. Reebok Classic with the gum. Yeah, 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 man. You can't go wrong with those. Them, them Air Force Ones. I mean, I ain't gonna hold you. I I used to rock forces back in the day, but you know those classics, man. That's just that's that down south right there. Yeah. But I mean, that's your your, your show thing. You always talking about uh, you can't wear no because you, if you got big feet, you can't wear them or whatever like that. Definitely. And about these uh, feminine feet, fellas. <laughs> Triple feet. F, fellas. <laughs> feminine feet, fellas. <laughs> Talk about men with big feet. You know what they say with men they got big feet. Can't afford the shoes. Got big socks. <laughs> but can't wear no socks. <laughs> That's the truth. Cause on them, them uh, ten to twelve be hard for me boy, to keep boy, keep boy. on, man. man. Boy got on footies. Everything yeah. ain't go- <laughs> Everything ain't no shows. Right. Everything is no shows. Yeah, but shout out to the uh, shoe of the week. We've come a long way with these shoes. Because let me tell you, we used to share shoes. Oh, no. <laughs> I ain't wearing no you talked about these um, guys with big feet, but he was wearing the big shoes with the guys with the big feet. Two sizes. If y'all right. heard what I said about the LA Gears not about two episodes ago. Was it two? That was last, that was last episode. Week. Last, week. last week. So I had no choice but to ask somebody, can I borrow their shoes? Shout out the door that I asked to. He said, no, but it's okay. I don't think your feet was probably bigger than Dory's, huh? I tried to ask that man. I thought I wanted to be so sweet. Yeah, he was a shoe king back in the day when we was kids. Right? Oh, uh, but yeah, we um, the guys have definitely stepped up. They have outpassed me. I my shoe game ain't nowhere near these guys' shoes. I keep mine uh, small and uh, effective. As long as I keep them clean, that's all that matters to me. Uh, my uh, my guys got a pretty mean shoe game, uh, so you know I try to keep up with the shoe of the week, you know, every 
now and again. All right, let's roll. Uh, Alden, you got a memory in. I definitely do. Um, yesterday was the Royal Rumble, and it brought back uh, a lot of memories. I don't know if you guys remember, but um, inside the Genius family, we kind of had our own little World Wrestling Re- Federation. Well, they call it entertainment now, but World Wrestling Federation back in the day. We would wrestle and get hit with the uh, garbage cans and the wrestling moves. But I want to go back to one specific day. I don't know if y'all remember this, but uh, we was at Auntie Evelyn's house. I don't know if y'all was there or not. Yeah, it might have just been me. And, uh, you know, at the time, I was a quote-unquote intercontinental champion. And uh, Carl... Lil Carl wanted to wrestle me for the for the title. And so we was wrestling and whatnot. And he kicked me in my stomach. And then he hooked me. And uh for the pedigree, if you don't know what the pedigree is, the pedigree is Triple H's uh finish move. Go, Go check it out on you on YouTube. It's devastating if it's hit the wrong way. And that they stay under there. <laughs> Get it straight. Take a bath before you pedigree people. If that gooch stank, <laughs> if that gooch stank, y'all don't know what a gooch is. Go ask Mr. James. He'll tell you what that gooch is. That gooch stank. Hold on, man. That pedigree would not be pleasant at all. <laughs> so he hooked me for the pedigree, and uh, and um, well. They had wood floors. And uh, when you do the pedigree, you just put the hook their arms at the beginning, then let their arms go when you jump up to do the move. He never let my arms go. Mm. <laughs> and my space. face hit the wooden floor. And uh, yeah, my nose is bleeding. My lips was bleeding. I cried for a little bit, but hey, uh, I still won the match if I'm not mistaken. He I lost probably, that match, probably. I probably, <laughs> I probably could cuss. He does, but he lost that match. I can tell you he lost right. that match. Yeah, it was he over. tapped out. <laughs> <laughs> In our family, if you ever with that, <laughs> you lost your title. Whatever. Definitely. You lost your respect and you lost oh, your title. My mama bailed me out plenty. <laughs> <laughs> it's time the, to go. Throwing the towel, Dedrick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's time to get out of there. You have lost. Oh, you lost. Shoot. You lost your pride. You lost your championship. If you ever came with the ooh. Yeah, so I think I lost the match. Mm. I wanted to say I won, but uh, they're they're telling me I lost. So I, pretty, I probably lost. You lost. Um, so that was my member win. Cause watching um, the Royal Rumble last night just brought back some good good family memories. But that that one wasn't good for me because you know nose bleeding, lip bleeding, man. and I lost. Man, we used to have some battles, boy. Yeah, yeah. Hey, especially Grandma and Granddaddy Yard. Mm-hmm. Man, oh man! One time we uh we had a brawl. All of us was out there, man. Yeah, okay. and we had Nephews, uh, uncles. uncles. <laughs> we was hitting each other with chairs and uh, trash cans. I remember Steve, the, the Uncle boat? Steve went whacking yeah. with that trash, uh, with that with that uh, chair, and I went out, got out the way, man. Oh, you know, 
yeah, it's you used to have some battles with that. Yeah. I don't know if y'all remember this might have been before y'all time, but uh across the street from grandma house, that's where we get the name fifty seven oh two if y'all don't know. Anyways, but across the street from my grandparents' house was a guy, my uncle one of my uncle's best friends named you carry. I don't know if y'all remember you carry. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, this is before y'all time. So he had this tall, they used to have a tall fence. Mm-hmm. So one uh, time, we, me and Sheldon stayed the night over Grandma House. And uh, I think they had like a ladies' retreat or something like that. And we stayed with, our, with Chris, Steve, Malcolm, and I think Kent was there too. It had, Kent had to be there because it was like teenagers back then. And when I say they went over there and they, they wouldn't let me go over there. But I watched from across the street. When they would say the whole neighborhood was over there fighting, the whole neighborhood was over there fighting. And it was crazy. And I knew from that day I would dominate my cousins. (laughs) And I have, Alden said he was in the continent. Intercontinental champion. I was always the world champion. He's always, always. I give it automatic to get to him. I, I, I was I, always the world champion. I'm not going to act like he wasn't. He I, was always the world champion. I was, I was the Ric Flair of that time. Well, no, I'm gonna give Uncle Chris had to be the Ric Flair of that time. That man was he the one. He's the one that started it with yeah, the nephews, it, and um, you know he's he's the one that they toughened us up, man. So that's bad. Though. Not yeah, mm. not yeah, and it, it ain't due to us. That freak can't get enough of you, okay, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Chris. Don't play no games. Let me tell you, he has outdid some of his nephews. Yes, sir. <laughs> All his nephews. All no, nah, I'm talking about as like as far as like younger kids. Mm-hmm. Like I know you got younger kids than Alden. Yeah, and. Uh, no, Dedrick, you just you got a little one. Sheldon got a little one. They might got a little one. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think m- my baby and his youngest are like neck and neck. Yeah, about the same age. So you know he's he. he might be, oh, what, what Fred Sam would say, there might be uh, snow on the roof, but there's still a fire. <laughs> <laughs> and that brother got a fire. That brother got a fire. So shout out to Uncle Chris. Shout out to. You know, the whole Uncle Steve, Uncle Mount, Uncle Kent, those guys toughen us up. And, you know, we are who we are today, not just because of our parents, but because of them, you know, uh, you know, just toughen us us up. I try to be the same with my nephews and stuff like that. And I know Alvin the same way, too. And Dedrick with the young men that that he come in contact with, we try to be those role models the way that our uncles were there for us. So, um, shout out to the uncles. Yes, sir. Yeah, so, uh, did you have another memory when? Yeah. Oh, that was it? That was, that was the one. That was the one. He got pedigreed on the wood. Yeah. He was the, Alden was the Mick Foley. He, want, <laughs> 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 he literally was Mick Foley. He got pedigreed on wood. He got oh, thrown shoot. off a roof. Yeah. Uh, he put got in put dryer. in the dryer. Put in the dryer. Yeah, that man had a cage match in the dryer. In the, had him, that, now, Alden wasn't no little gentleman. He was a thick one. So imagine a thick person tumbling in the dryer. You know how shoes would be. It's unbalanced. And he goes, boom. 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 This show has gone off the rails. Boom. Boom. Red hat now. Put him in the dryer. Red Tony Nini in town. Put him in the dryer. This podcast is going off the rails. Oh, but. 
So don't let him fool you with the coolness. Now that he cool, he was the Mick Foley back in the day. <laughs> so, oh, man. yeah, oh, anyways, that's, that's hilarious. All right, so um, just right quick, this weekend news: President Biden is making moves already, man. Yeah, He's making moves. moves. He has signed a executive order for the fourteen hundred dollars to be released. Uh, just waiting on things to be finalized within uh, the Congress. And uh, they said by late, no later than late March, mid-February, which we are the first day in January, I mean February already, right. uh, we are here already, mid-February to uh, the end of March, you should be receiving your 1400 oh. and the rest of your stimulus. So he is uh, keeping his word, so to speak, so far so good. And uh, he has put a pause on all student loans until October 1st. So I just need up. him to clear my eyes out. I don't know. I think the economy will lose if they clear debt out like that. I might, they might chop in half. Okay, he can they chop may it do in, that, he man. He can chop it in half. You clear, you clear my... Man, clear everything under ten thousand. I'm like, man, I clear your debt, but I gotta get caught up pedigree. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't taking no more pedigree. Your name Alden, right? <laughs> yes, sir. Okay, I'm gonna clear your debt, right? <laughs> I got this young man that's about to come out. He's gonna pedigree you. I think you might know him. <laughs> Mr. Oh, Walker, C. Walker. Walker. Call him C. Walk. Shout out to C. Walk. C. Walk. I owe you a pedigree when I see you. That was my guy, man. Seawalk, man. Me, Sheldon, Mario, and Carl, we would spend countless days. Just before the Dedrick and the Mikes and the Aldens came along, that was the four amigos. They was the destiny child of men. That's what that wait, was. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Who was oh, Latoya? Okay, 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 okay. So you want to talk about Destiny's child? Who was Latoya? Let's let's Watch do a quick memory win since he want to do this. I knew he was about to. Since he want to call somebody out, let's do it. So we was all at Grandma House, right? <sighs> Christmas weekend, spending we all spent the night over there, and all right, we man. was you got it. all had our little. You remember back in the day we had our portable CD player, so. You know, me, me back in the day, I was listening to Jay-Z, man. I was bumping my Jay-Z. Carl was in the uh, Dr. Dre 2001. Uh, I forgot what uh, Mario and Sheldon might have been listening to. But here it is. Dedrick was with us. So <laughs> we're like, I was talking about what we listening to or whatever like that. So we're like, Dedrick, what you listening to? I don't know how this cat must have turned his volume up. All you hear is my body to a booty lichen for you. Are you ready, ready for this journey? I don't think you're ready for this journey. Oh I'm like, God. you in a room full of men, right? Listening to Destiny's Child. <laughs> See what nobody never asked is how I got the CD. It was in Carl case. So that means Carl had to be listened to it. I just took it out. Because my mama didn't let me watch TV like that. So all I knew was that one song. And he was killing that bootylicious song. And this why oh, he got God. this why he got three kids, cause he always think about that jelly. No, I'm not. And he he wasn't ready for no jelly. Not so late. <laughs> <laughs> I just go to McDonald's and order a sweet tea. That's all I do, dog. I don't get into that no more. That's hilarious. But yeah, That's since you want to bring up Destiny's Child, he was the biggest Destiny Child. Here you go. Uh and he knew what was coming too. So Anyways, let's move on. Uh, I ain't do my memory win. 
You got oh, go ahead. Yeah. I, I that was just a, a matter of fact. We're gonna go to that same day where he talking about. It. Let's go to it. <clears throat> now you know when you're young, you know I'm trying. You trying to hang with the big cousins, yep. aka Destiny Child, back in the day. <laughs> Me and Adam was like the crisscross in 2020. We not. That's how we was back then. But anyway. I was trying to, you know what I'm saying, hang with them. They all in the in the back room. But there's in the back room. <laughs> <laughs> they was in the back room back there. This episode is off the rails, I'm oh, telling you, man. man. And, you know, they was all hanging out, you know what I'm saying, laughing, whatever. So, um, this is around the time where I think the PS2 was coming out. Uh, it was It came out or whatever. And we all went over Grandma's house. So I don't know if it was Carl that had a P. It was no, it was a regular PlayStation first. That's what it was, and Carl had one. So I made it seem like I had um had like the connect to get the uh, PlayStation over there because they didn't have one at this time. It wasn't even there. So I called my cousin on the phone. Which matter of fact, it was Lajuan. Oh yeah. <laughs> I ain't calling though for real. I just. Ask mama, can I hold five seconds? Can I hold your phone, please? Cause I need to make a call. No, you didn't call me. You called him, Mike. I was there. Oh, well, it was Mike. It was a fake call, though, whatever it was. It was a fake call to Mike. <clears throat> so I went, <coughs> I said, well, when I get in this room, I'm going to impress the fellas. <laughs> but I said, <laughs> I can get this PS4. And they'll be like, man, you that dude, man. You that, come on, man. So I went in the room, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Had the screen on. This around the time, um, they had team. It wasn't even Team Mobile yet. It was Primeco at the time. Primeco, Altel. Yeah, that's yeah. what it was. So um, I hit the button to just turn the screen on. So I was like, "Yeah, man, what you doing?" Yeah, I was like, "Um, you think you can bring that PS4 when you come?" Oh, my bad. PlayStation. Yeah, bring the PlayStation over here when you come over here. So I looked at him and I kind of gave him the thumbs up, like, "Bro, I got that. I got it." <laughs> So I could get in. And right when I said I got that, the phone just started ringing. I said, hello? 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 Nah. Hey, y'all, I had accidentally hung up. I hit the button. I was trying to, I wanted to be cool because they wouldn't let us in. The, Boy, the clan. We clowned Dedrick so bad. Oh, when he, they, he was on the phone and that phone <laughs> rung. I was like, Boy, if you'll get out of here. Oh, shoot. I was mad at my daddy for calling my mama's phone. That is funny. <laughs> Ain't that phone up here, mama. <laughs> Dad, I'm trying to get the PS, the PS PlayStation. Trying to be cool with it. He won't let me hate you. Oh, man. That's yeah, funny. that that I remember that. And we that clowned Dedrick so, man. Golly, man. Yeah, but that was, a, that was a good time. Yeah. I couldn't stand Dedrick back in the day. See? I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be straight up with you. <laughs> This whole episode might be just yeah, a, a member might, win. Yeah. We, might we, might member win. we might not get to We might not get to I was when I was four years old. I never forget this day. September the fourth, I was home playing my Nintendo. Four years old, nineteen eighty nine. September fourth, nineteen eighty nine, and I was four years old and. Uh, mama made me get off my game because my auntie Lisa, as she said, was about to have the baby and she wanted to go there and check out the baby. And I was upset. <laughs> and from that day, 
I solemnly swear <laughs> that I would beat that baby every day that he came my way. And that baby happened to be Dedrick Charles Brown. Oh, man. AKA D Nice. Nah, I'm just playing. But nah, he did. He beat me. I beat you. I, I, I beat all y'all. I still got scars on my neck. I beat all uh, y'all. If Ladron invented diseases before there was any uh, mesophilioma <laughs> <laughs> on your neck, <laughs> you tie socks around your neck, <laughs> handcuffs on you, it make no sense. Oh, oh, shoot. I used to beat all of them. Man. Sheldon got it the worst out of all y'all, though. I used to beat yeah. Sheldon behind. Sheldon, Sheldon got he it. got it every day. Because <laughs> that was my little brother. He stayed with me. And I beat Sheldon every oh, day. Man. But Dedrick would come over there. And I hate it. And I just came uh, to play the game. This what happened. He wanted to create men, why? <laughs> <laughs> this this back in the day when we, we got, um, for Christmas, we used to get, back in the day, $100 used to be a lot. Oh, definitely. So every year we would get $100 for Christmas. My daddy gave me, my brothers, and my sisters a hundred dollars for Christmas. So mama thing, mama would try to control the hundred dollars or whatever like that. <laughs> that what we were gonna get? School clothes, draw underwear, and all that stuff, drawers, and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, man, nah, man. He gave me this hundred dollars, and I'm gonna spend it. And I don't care if I gotta take a whooping. I'm gonna spend it the way I wanna spend it. So, anyways, I wanted a PlayStation. And that was, I was going to get that PlayStation. And I, with $100, back in the day, $100 was a lot of money. I mean, think about it now. You know, that was 98, 96, between 96, 98. That was a lot of money. Carry over now, 20 years plus later. That's about right. You know what I'm saying? That's what, what, yeah, it's market value. So anyway, I got the PlayStation. But I didn't get a memory card. And my dad went ahead and got me the game that I wanted, which was out of, I'm, I know I'm dating myself, but it's all good. I'm, it was 98, because I'm going to tell you the game. It was called Game Breaker, NCAA oh, yeah. Game Breaker 1999. Oh, yeah. And that was the game I got. And I played that game faithfully every day. Now, granted, I ain't had no memory card, so I, every time <laughs> memory I had card, to start $2. Over. No, memory card no. wasn't no $2 back then. $2. It was about $20 or something yeah, like that. $15, yeah, yeah. So I had to uh, get me a, a memory card. I had to save up to get a memory card or whatever because I, I, I burnt my money getting that PlayStation. <laughs> so um, I got the PlayStation and uh, I had to play, I played it every day and I had to start over every day but i started faithfully over faithfully every day and i had to create me a man hours, hours, create a team so this is when dedrick come in dedrick will come in and want to play the game so of course if you come in in my room to play my game you got to abide by my rules and my rules is you're gonna wait till i make this man and this ain't super fast how it was back in no. the day I mean, like it is now. You got to go <laughs> to get that man all the way to 99. You got to get all the way there. Oh, so, okay, shit. I'm setting my man up to be sweet or whatever like that. And me and Dedrick go play. So, about time it's time for me to finish making my man. It took so long. About time Dedrick we was ready to play, right. it was time for Dedrick to go. <laughs> go. Every time. Every time. Every time. Oh, he always at the end of picking the cleats. In the uh, R band, hey man, it's time to go, Dad. Drag, Mama, can we stay a little <laughs> bit longer? 
Oh man, did you got you got you got a, um the first game y'all got was uh Nintendo. No, no, no. I'm no, talking about this is the first thing I got personally. Oh myself. Okay. Now we've had every game system from Jump Street. We passed them around too. We we had every game system we had. That's true. We had from we had it, uh, whatever, whether from Nintendo, PlayStation, I think Atari, uh, all of that. Yeah, we had cast. it. We had the Dreamcast, Nintendo sixty four. We had it out all, all that. Yeah. So you know we we stayed with it, but that was the first game I bought personally where Sheldon couldn't. I didn't have to share with Sheldon. Mm-hmm. You could tell me to share with Sheldon, right, but I don't have to because this is my game, my toys. Because Sheldon was a mama's baby, so Sheldon did what mama wanted him. He got his clothes <laughs> and he got his things or whatever like that. So I, I got my PlayStation and I was good to go. So uh, yeah, every time, by the time I was ready, uh, I got my man ready to play. It's time for Deirdre to go. And Deirdre would be like, you know, time to go. Real time, bro. You know, me and Dedrick have had a lot of experience. Me, all of us have a lot of experience. That's why we're so close today. Uh, let's talk about another issue uh, that we had. I think you know you know where I'm going at. I don't know if it's the issue including Aldi. No, this is not the issue including Aldi. Let's see. This is the issue. I stayed over Dedrick house one time. I had to be <laughs> nine years old or something. Anyways, this story makes me mad. Dedrick <laughs> had a drum set, a little kid drum set. You know the little kid drum set. It's a, it was a full set, tones, there, seat symbols, and everything. So the seat was new. Let <laughs> you get that straight. The drum went in that old. It was new. Oh, I was going to take that seat to church. Oh, man. Shit, that's Uncle Kent because Uncle Kent was playing it. Anyways, so I wanted to get on the drums. I mean, if y'all don't know, I'm pretty solid fella. I'm a big guy. And Dedrick is a, a little a little fellow. And he was even smaller back then. And I was, mm-hmm. I was small, but I was big still back then. Anyways, I wanted to play them drums. So I got on the drum set mm. and I started playing. I knew I should have switched that seat. <laughs> I was playing that drum set, and all you hear was "coo coo." I had to uh, squish Dedrick's the seat in half. (laughs) How you tear the throne part off, but leave the bar sitting up? Like, bro, what? What in tarnation? Daddy, (laughs) daddy. He broke. I walked in there in my daddy's room with this one part of the seat. And the other part in my head. That is that my seat, daddy. It came with the drums. I can't play it. I promise. Oh, I swore up and down that that seat was already raggedy. Oh. Me and Dedrick argue about this thing to this day. Oh, about man. that that seat, how raggedy that seat was. That you said that seat was brand new. But, that is funny. Yeah, we got into it, and we get into it over it. We'll call each other every now and again to argue about just that. Just to talk about Just it. to talk about that seat, because he tried to blame me about breaking that seat and whatever. So That's funny. That's funny. I think that Dedrick is probably one of the funniest, nice. if not the funniest, person in our family. Nice. I don't know. Close. 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 is the funniest person. No, he the best roaster. And they're mocking people. He is. He the best. I think roaster. that's hilarious. Yeah, he he the 
best roaster. I, I need to pee in my clothes. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, but. I give it to him. Uh, I'll say, yeah, Dedrick is one of the funniest. Nah, I ain't. I just say stupid Let me stuff. see. Dedrick had me crying, laughing. Like, now, see, Alden is funny, but Alden is funny being himself. Yeah, he right. technically. If Alden tries to be funny, yeah, funny. he is not funny yeah. at all. And that makes it funnier. <laughs> <laughs> when his jokes don't work. Oh, man. Let me tell you, this is oh, another one. <laughs> This is another member win. Oh, God. This is another member win. So we had this little talent show at the church or whatever. So all this time, Alden was bigging it up about what he was going to do. Alden was bigging up about he about to tear it up. He was going to do this comedy, stand-up comedy. And he was laughing at his jokes. And he was like, man, I'm going to kill it when I get up there. Man, that boy got up there at that talent show. When I say that boy ain't hit on nothing. The jokes was funny. Yeah. It was horrible. The jokes what, was funny. What, what, what was I? You was there, I believe. I was there? You where was it at? Church? I, yeah, it was yeah, at it church. Was at, it was at you might have been uh this is when you was uh might have been uh playing cowbell for uh Tony <laughs> and Rick. <laughs> <laughs> I but, doing, yeah. the doing a tambourine on the hill. Yeah. You're playing the scrub board at, uh, for Tony or and Rick. They would just give him my new instruments to play while right. they were playing the main stuff. God. Triangle. Yeah. Anyways, oh, you, oh, you might not have been there. But anyways, Alden was not hitting on no jokes whatsoever. Right. So it started getting funny because he wasn't funny. <laughs> and boy, Sheldon... Was crying, laughing. <laughs> Sheldon was rolling oh, so hard shoot. at Alden, and that's what made everybody laugh because it wasn't funny. And Alden was getting so mad that nobody was laughing at his jokes. So he was, got mad, and he looked at Sheldon. And Sheldon used to wear back in the day. It's still pretty popular now. The, the basketball rubber band things, or whatever, oh, yeah, like this, this thing. I still, I got one on right now. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, Sheldon had one, and it was red, but Sheldon had done wore it so much that it kind of started fading a little bit. So Alan got mad. He was like, I know you ain't laughing at me, old Mr. Pink Rubber Band Man. <laughs> and it made it even funnier because he said it mad. He was angry when he said it. And I said, man, we laughed so hard at that cat because he wasn't funny. Oh, More than shit. laughing at him because he was funny. We weren't laughing at him at all because he wasn't funny. I mean, it was funny. We was laughing at him because he wasn't funny. And man, we we yeah, <laughs> laughed at that thing all night long, man. And that 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 was a hilarious moment. I can laugh at it now, but at the time it was. Not he wanted to fight Sheldon. It was not. <laughs> funny. He wanted to fight because every time Sheldon would just walk past me, he would laugh. <laughs> He wanted to fight Sheldon. He wanted to fight Sheldon. That guy was so hilarious, man. And, uh, yeah. Pink Rubber Band. Mr. Pink Rubber Band, man. I know you not laughing at me, Mr. Pink Rubber Band, man. <laughs> and boy, tears was streaming down our faces on that job. Another incident, Alden incident, was one time at HD rehearsal. Alright, y'all. It's about to be the end of the episode right <laughs> We was all we man, we was clowning the whole time at rehearsal. Oh, but we we get our work done, but we clowned at the end. Anyways, they was playing around, playing music, and Alden 
this one funny thing Aldi used to do, and I used to look forward to Aldi coming to do it. Aldi used to dance all the time at church. <laughs> oh, yeah, he did. Shout and dance all the time at church. Whether we was at a real service or whether we was at rehearsal, yeah. he would do it. And anyway. that used to be so hilarious to me. I think that's what really made me and Aldi, like, made me think yeah. he was hilarious. Anyways, with his dancing or whatever. So we were at HD rehearsal, and they was playing the music, and Aldin was dancing and shouting. We call it shouting or whatever like that. Even though shouting ain't dancing, he was shouting. Anyways. This cat was at the shouting around the church, and this cat caught a double Charlie <laughs> horse. So <laughs> he had the collapsed on the ground. He had the collapsed oh, on the ground. So man. we think he's still dancing, but he was serious, like my legs, my legs, my legs, my legs. Oh, he was at there crying because he had a double Charlie horse. Oh, man. And Red, oh, reliable Red. She red, is. Red. red is our cornerstone of the yeah. cousin. She is the cornerstone. You, she may not come when you want her, but she's going to be there. She ain't going to come when you want her. <laughs> As a matter of fact, after this, I got to remember when. <laughs> she, she may not come when you want her, but she's going to be there for you. So anyways, she caught that Alden was serious, so she had to help Alden. You know, one of the ways to get the Charlotte horse out is either rub it out or walk it out. So she had to. Have out to walk around the church with a double toilet. So the, they still, Dedrick, them still playing music. It, it was just a scene. And man, God, that joke used to bring me so much joy. I used to oh, cry with laughter, man, because that joke was just like unreal. That, this is a joke you see on a TV show. It's some of the stuff that we done been through, but. Yeah, shout out to Red for always being there and being that cornerstone. But Alden got our credit. We pretty much know where his member win gonna be with, with Red. I remember when with my sister Red. Oh man! So I was working at the uh, federal courthouse at the time, and uh, I had just got a car, uh, just got a gold Camry. But uh, my sister didn't have a car. And so I would say, all right, you can drop me off to work. Just make sure you here on time. I get up at 2.30. 2.30. Make sure you here. So here come 2 o'clock. I come. Red, you, I'm, I get off at 2.30. You're on the way. Yeah, I'm on the way. All right. Here come 2.25. All right, y'all clocking out. I'm finna go home. Walk out the door. Ain't no car. <laughs> Ain't no car outside. All right. Let me call this with shit. Hey, Red, where you at? I'm on the way. I'm right here. I'm right here down the street. All right. 15 minutes go by. Call Red back. Red, where you at? Yeah, I'm right here on Monroe. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know Monroe. Uh, you know, you're not on Monroe. Where you at? I'm right here on Monroe. I am. I'm right here on Monroe. I said, Red, I'm standing in the middle of Monroe. You ain't on no Monroe. Guess where she was at, y'all? She was just leaving the house. Uh, I'm standing in the middle of Monroe. I remember that. I remember another one when y'all got into it because Red didn't leave to come get you. And Red was like, uh, you called Red, like, Red, where you at? And she wouldn't answer. Uh, first time she didn't answer her cell phone. So you caught the house phone like, Red, where you at? He's like, I'm on the way. He's like, you lying. She's like, I am on my way. He's like, I know you lying. This how they say lying. Lying. You lying. I ain't lying. 
I know you lying. <laughs> we is on the way. That's Tamara. You shut up. <laughs> you a liar anyway. You know how I know you lying? Because I'm calling you from the house phone. So you can't be on the way. You lying. Hey, man. Oh, shit. Golly, man. I love my sister so much. It's crazy, man. Red is misdependable. Whenever you need something, you need somebody to have your back, Red is always there for her cousin. I would say, I probably would say Red might be the best cousin to me. Yeah, she is. She definitely up there. We brothers. She is misdependable. Whatever, whether it's with your kids, whether it's with you or whatever, she is misdependable. And I wish that we would be there for her halfway as much as she's there for us. That's right. Cause man, she is good as gold, man. Yeah. I, shout out to Red. Shout out to Red. Shout out to Ave. Yeah, I need Sheldon to uh to stand in the way so me and Red won't fight. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. She used to knock Adam behind out every time. Sheldon Stop Red. Please. That's your brother, Red. <laughs> Think about your mama. <laughs> like, man, please, if you get out of the way. <laughs> We used to have some times back on back in the day. Yeah. Third, I third good days when we was yeah, all man. on that third good drive. Yeah, yeah, man. man, we would mm-hmm. roll, we would just laugh, and just it would be laughter from beginning from the time we got together to the time we left. And we rarely broke Until up. We got kicked out by yeah. Uncle, Uncle, Tony. Uncle Tony. Kicked us all. <laughs> and he was tired of us all being there. He kicked you know, his own son out too. You know I love you. Move too. You know I love you, but you got to do something, man. Mm-hmm. What you gonna do? I don't know, Uncle Tony. I'm trying. <laughs> you trying hard enough? <laughs> got to get a job, man. You got to work, man. I sure oh, do. Man. He the one that actually started. I think he was the the pioneer for setting us out as far as getting a job, though. For real, right? I think right after he said that, I had went and got me a job. Yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, making us push beyond what we thought we could do mm-hmm. as men or whatever like that because we were so sheltered, spoiled. And spoiled as kids, mm-hmm. we never had that. You know, your parents wasn't gonna tell you that you was this time for you to spread your wings. Right. Yeah. And you know, some people would try harsh because man, I was thinking about this cat the other day, and I love him. Shout out to him. He is the head of the table, our grandfather. But sometimes granddad approach was a little harsh, and he right. would fuss. Especially when we were teenagers and you didn't understand it as teenagers. Mm-hmm. But Uncle Tony just had that approach to talk to you and make you see things a different way to make right. you want want more or whatever like that. So mm-hmm. it's like, man, when he came and talked to me and, and, you know, he knew I was in love with this girl I was going with and I eventually wanted to marry her. But, you know, her family had uh, had things uh, and 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 you know when you think about the hindsight twenty twenty because I have daughters now we all have children now you wouldn't want your daughter to be with a guy that didn't have a plan for his life right, right. but I knew in my heart that I meant well by this girl and that I wanted what's best for her but you know things kind of got even with your good intentions things got out the way and rumors started spreading about me taking her money and all that kind of stuff like that so it's kind of like man how can I show these people that I want to be with this girl and I want to marry this girl. And he, his approach was, it ain't for you to prove anything to them. It's to prove it to yourself and to get out there and work and to do put forth the effort yeah. so that you can bury her. And just like right. D said, that was the springboard of me finally 
taking the examples of the Uncle Tony's, of my dad, of my mom, sure. of granddad and grandma, and you know, all the people that laid the foundation for us because they worked hard to spoil us. Mm-hmm. But you taking that and saying, no, I don't want to be spoiled anymore. I want to be the man that I know that I can be. That was the springboard to help me get myself together. And in that little time, you know, although I still had the battle to fight for the one that I love and we fought together, uh, shout out to my wife. Here it is. We've been together going on 14 years now, and we've been married going on 11 years. And that's crazy. I never would have gotten to that point. I probably would have gave up on that relationship had it not been for those people in my corner, like the Uncle Tony's, like the Al, and like the uh, Tanisha. You know, that's Tanisha. That's her real name. We call her Red. Uh, Like these people in my corner, the Dedricks and the Mikes and the Sheldons and you know, my parents and stuff like that, you know, we wouldn't have got to that point. So, man, you know, family is so important. So it's, I can't tell you how blessed we are to have the family that we have. True. The the brotherhood that we have. Although we are cousins, you know, you know, in the natural sense, we are brothers. We don't call each other cousins. We call each other brothers because... That's exactly how we we feel like we are. We are brothers. And, uh, you know, I would not want to be a part of another family more than I'm a part of this family that I am in right now. Right. True. That's true, bro. And uh, I actually kind of talked about... That was actually kind of on our main subject um, a little bit um, about what propels you and... uh, yeah, that's one of the things that propelled us into adulthood, so to see, so to speak. And now that we're adults, we got, you know, we got dreams and aspirations and stuff. Uh, you know, there's a lot of a lot of things that can can hinder us, but there's also a lot of things <clears throat> that we can use as fuel to propel us. So, uh. Um, D, uh, or I can go. Uh, do you got anything that you feel like is going to propel you or something that fuels you to go to the next level? Mm. I think. Well, I always have to think. got to work on that. Um, propel, propel. Yeah, I got something to propel, propel me to the next level or when I see myself going to the next level. Kind right, of thing. right. Um, um, I would say what propels me is I got two things. I would say my children, mm-hmm. but note noticing the change, but not only noticing it with my eyes, but noticing it with like inner, my yeah. inner self, mm-hmm. and I I can notice a change with that. So that propels me to keep going. But my children um, actually inspired me to like take it to the next level because you know they're the ones that's coming behind me and other people's children is coming behind them so I think I think probably everybody gonna say their family propels them that's probably number one in their list right but that that would probably be mine I love my my children um I love myself too but um yeah so they propel me and also it's one more thing I'm trying to think of Y'all go ahead. I'm going to think of the other one. It's another one, though. I got it. Something tip of my tongue. You got something, bro? Uh, 
Not really. Uh, I kind of kind of already said uh, my piece about mm-hmm. how uh, just having those right people in your corner right. uh, to, to push you to the next level is so important. Uh, who you surround yourself with. Uh, the guy that I follow, uh, his ministry is a pastor at A.R. Bernard, and he uh, always says that if you show me the five people that you hang around, I can show you your future. So that always made me think about the people that I surround myself with. Although we are silly, we are talented, and we are also we also have drive and we have aspirations to want to be great. Now that you can't just stop it, just want to be great because everybody want to be great. What are you doing to put that effort in behind it? So you need to make sure the people around you are not just who want some who want better because everybody wants better, mm-hmm. but they're actually working towards being right. better. And that right. watching them puts you in the mindset of, oh, they getting it, I got to get it too. Not to compete with them, but it's like we want to continue to hang around the same people that's going somewhere in life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, What's man. that old saying? Birds of feather flock right. together. Yeah, I, I agree with what Lajuan said. Now, I am a firm believer in this saying that I thought about. Don't just tell me that I have the potential to do something. Like, show me the way. Push me forward. Propel me forward to do it. Because right. a lot of times, people say, oh, yeah, I see your potential. I recognize your potential. But potential is, is like at the borderline of maybe and I might get there, I might not. Right. But help me press forward. And like I said, the the people you hang around. That's what the other one I was going to say. I think what propels me is the people that like really truly like believe in me and believe in my craft, not usury, not trying to take nothing away from me or nothing. They just see pure. In, their attentions are like pure towards me, mm-hmm. and that like. That's like extra fuel to my plane to help me push forward. Right. I mean, fly forward, whatever. Yeah, same thing. I mean, I mean, I agree with uh, what both of y'all are saying. Definitely the children and your significant others. Uh, that's always going to be like that top thing that fuels you. And, you know, I just think about me with having two kids and about to make that big jump in, the, in about a year. And uh, so what fuels me is like just wanting to do better for them and, and not only for them, for myself, because you see so many other people, like he said, it's not that you, you trying to compete with people, but you feel like you, de- I deserve that. And you might do deserve it, but what are you, what are you gonna do to get what you so called deserve? And so you have to work. You gotta execute. You gotta have discipline. I'm saying all the stuff that we talk that pastor talk about in church, because all of that stuff rings true in everyday life. You gotta execute. You gotta be disciplined. You gotta have a plan. If you ain't got no plan, everything gonna go to not because. As long as I'm thinking about it, I'm just gonna be thinking about it. If I don't, if I don't execute the plan, or if I don't have discipline about my execution, it's all gonna falter somewhere. So that's what I think what propels me, my family, and just that desire to be where I deserve to be. Because you just, everybody always repeat this: you, you a joint L. 
you a John Elway Christ and you you a royal priesthood and all that other stuff. Mm. But you know, with that you have to that might be something that you deserve, but you also have to earn that same that same name that you claim it. And it's just not, you know, in when it comes to God. God wants you to not only have that same thing in heaven, but he wants you he wants you to live like a king in a whatever y'all want to call yourself. I'm a I'm a king and all that stuff. You a king, bro. You a queen, bro. Like, no, I I mean I deserve great. I ain't trying to be no king or nothing. I don't subscribe to all of that queens and kings and divas and all that kind of stuff like I, that. I knew it was going there. That's why I, I set it up. Junk, I just locked. So corny. I did a D-Wade Christmas, <laughs> Christmas that play. That so just corny. locked it up. That, I knew that, he was going to take it. That gives you a sense. That, that gives, and that's what's wrong with the church now. That gives us a sense of we think we deserve something. Right, right. Or uh, something is due to us. Mm-hmm. I mean, ain't, as my pops always tell me, son, life don't owe you no living. Right. We don't deserve the life that we have, but you give yourselves all these titles and princes and prince and docs and <laughs> diva gowns and all this kind of foolishness oh, like that, that man and you ain't you ain't work for nothing man <laughs> you don't deserve nothing man it, your hard work is what is what's gonna prepare you to that thing right and i think and i, I don't know if you finish no right? you good bro i, I, I just lobbed it up there see you to lebron <laughs> whatever <laughs> but I, I i i think one thing and, and this was an issue for me we have to beware of fueling our drive with false fuel. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is false fuel is I had got to a point of I was driven not to, not for the benefit of myself or for my wife or for my kids or the people that's been there for me. My fuel that drove me was to prove something to somebody, to prove right. them yeah. wrong. Yeah, you doubted me? Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take that doubt right. and I'm going to show you and it's going to blow up in your face. Right, and you right. know what ended up happening? It, it blew, blew up, up in my up. face yeah. because my intentions wasn't pure. Mm-hmm. The scripture talks about in James how James, uh, God says you ask for something but you ask amiss right. because you're asking in the wrong spirit right, or right. you're asking with the wrong intention. So I'm not going to give it to you because you're asking in the wrong spirit. Yeah. A lot of stuff that we're seeking after, we got to check our spirit before we ask for it. That's mm-hmm. right. Because that false fuel will burn out quicker than you even know. And the next thing you know, you're still stuck in the rut. You're still looking around people. And most of the stuff that you're trying to prove to people, you're trying to prove something to people who got a fake image of their own self. Right. That's true, bro. Mm-hmm. They got the filters on Facebook. They done took 13 pictures before they chose one, put a filter on it, then posted. it. Right. You're trying to compare yourself to a picture that has been uh, edited. Right, right, right. Yeah, and you can't do that. You can't have that kind of mindset or whatever like right. that. You got to stay focused in your own lane. I will be successful in my own lane. Long right. as I stay true to the game and I stay true to who God made me and I hold my integrity, I will succeed. Like I said on yesterday, that just when we're following God's plan and we're following instruction, success is inevitable. You can't right, help right. but be successful. Right. But when you take your eyes off the ball trying to prove something to somebody else, I'm not telling you something I heard. I'm telling you what I know. That crap will burn up in your face. Man. Right, right. I spent four to five years being in ministry trying to prove something to other pastors. Mm-hmm. Right. Trying to prove something to other churches that 
you know, we just as good as any other church. And you know, when I found finally found my release, I found my release when I started embracing who I was, mm-hmm. start shedding off everybody what I what I should be, and just be who I am. Right. And when you can be be who you are, everything will work out for you. And then you will start be being driven, like Dad said. The more you see the improvement within yourself, that'll encourage you, man. Okay, I'm gonna keep doing what I'm doing right, right. because it's working for me. Mm-hmm. But to to fill yourself with that false fuel, that junk will blow up every time, man. Because people, they're not gonna show you they their their true genuine self. Most people ain't gonna show you that. They're just gonna show you that perfected image, and that perfected image ain't worth nothing because you comparing yourself to something that's been edited. Yeah, man. You comparing yourself to preachers and pastors and and musicians who look like they got themselves together because of a picture on social media. Yep. When the truth of the matter is, <laughs> they ain't got nothing together. Right. Yeah, man. So man, you gotta take your eyes off of people, man, and 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 focus on yourself and allow that to to drive you. You don't deserve nothing. Stop calling yourself a diva. Stop calling yourself a goddess Because that's what diva mean, goddess Stop calling yourself a prince And all this kind of stuff I know they say we're a royal priesthood But it's the work that come with that Right Like I said that junk all I said I don't know, stop calling it junk I feel like I'm just talking to us random Like I say all the time These guys who led the pathway Somebody as great as R.J. Washington was This guy was known for his grind Yeah he was an evangelist. He was a foot soldier because before he came a general. Right, yeah. A lot of us want to be generals when we ain't did uh what's that we hadn't did training right, yet. Right. We hadn't been through no boot training camp. yet. We boot that's it right there. We ain't been through boot camp. Right, right. So I tell you in a minute, I ain't there yet. Don't call me doc. Mm-hmm. Don't call me bishop. Don't call me no overseer. Because I'm struggling doc. trying to be a pastor now. Because right, right. I know I got issues I need God to work on me with. Right, right. And it's my daily grind that gets me to the place that I'm in. And it's my transparency. But it's these people that are putting thrones in their pulpit, oh, doing God. all that stuff, thinking they all that in a bag of chips. And here it is, life for to come and smack you in your mouth. If 2020 ain't smack you, oh, guess what? They sister coming, and her name is 2021. 2021. <laughs> and she for to smack you in your mouth. Oh, boy. <laughs> so... Be driven by pure thoughts, yeah, man. by pure intents, yeah, man. by the right things or whatever like that. And man, and you will go so far. Mm-hmm. Y'all didn't know I just, uh, I intentionally do a lob up and let him dunk the ball. He so. knew that that's a button <laughs> for me. These people with these titles, man. You know, it's, 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 oh, it's man. crazy. But man, just, I think as fellas, as bros, we just got to keep pushing each other to be who we are. Yeah. You're going to make your mistakes. You're going to have your failures, but you don't have to get to that place of desperation because you got somebody you can lean on. True. We can call on one another. We can call on family. We can call on our significant others to help get us through what we're currently going through. We're not in this alone right. or whatever like that. You don't have to make the worst mistake if you made a little mistake, you can stop at the little mistake and turn around and talk to somebody and get the help you need before you make the big mistake. That's true. So just depending on those people that you know you can count on, not those people you want mm-hmm. to depend on, because we got right. people we want to depend on, and then people who we know we can depend on. Right. Don't people depend on who you want to, depend on who you know. Right. And 
those people will help get you to the next level. Our time is up. It's been an hour. That quick. Ooh. Good conversation. Yeah, man. Good laughs with my brothers. Uh, so, you know, I really appreciate this time and, and the laughs because I didn't know how much I needed. I had a pretty rough day uh, today. And, you know, just to be around my guys and just to talk and laugh, really, uh, I'm leaving feeling pretty good. So, you are. I appreciate y'all boys. So, uh, yeah, you're telling me what. Anyways, all right. So I want to uh, once again thank y'all for uh, tuning in to the Fifty Seven Hundred Two Podcast. I'm Jay Wright. D Nice. I'm Alvin. And we will catch y'all later on the Up and Up. Have a successful and a productive week, and we'll catch y'all on the flip side. Peace. Yes, sir.